Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You guys, we are back. We're back. Thank you for joining me on Probably Podcast. And thank you guys for allowing me. I don't, I'm like acting like you guys are my boss. You kind of are. You kind of do control me. But like, um, thank you for allowing me this break. Thank you for allowing me my little beep, beep, boop, bop, bop. I have nothing to say era and moment in time because I'm back, baby. And I have so many fucking things to say. Okay. A lot of them. Uh, first and foremost, guys. I'm engaged. What the fuck? Sorry, I'm screaming into the mic. But like, I just sometimes look down at my hands and I'm like, would you just look at that? Would you just look at that man who's going to be with me forever in the form of a rock on my hand? And I love that for me. Um, But I'm sorry to say that that is not what we're going to start the season out with. I want to have a full engagement episode with James on. And that is going to be at a later date. Not too late, but like, it's just not first. Okay. So welcome to my new podcast studio. This is exciting. Um, I am so obsessed with this. It's very girly. It's very feminine. Um, We will dabble between this room and the next room. If I'm ever feeling like I want to be in my little Ralph Lauren polo lounge, I'll also do that. But I just love having this here. It was a labor of love because this wallpaper is something and it really is covering the entire room and it took a long time, but little by little, we are renovating this house and you guys have asked for updates about that too. So I'll give them to you, but mostly I'm just jacked up on caffeine and blue light and I'm just so happy to be back. Okay. So where should we start? I was talking to producer Courtney before this and she's like, I feel like we haven't recorded a solo podcast in years. And I was like, years. It's been years. I actually did ask you guys, I was like, where did we leave off? Like, where did we actually leave off? Because it's been a minute. So I've written notes as per usual. Um, and we're going to give you guys an update. The number one thing that you guys asked about, and I kind of like low key forgot about it, but the granny landlord update, let me tell you, have I gotten my security deposit back? Have they been brought to justice? Um, no, they have not because I have been very, very busy and I have just not filed the paperwork with the magistrate's office and I need to do that. And my parents, my dad asks me biweekly, have you filed? They are like on it. Like my mom and dad think this was so messed up what happened. Not to mention they just like have had rental properties in the past and they're like, you can't do that. Like these women can't keep doing this. I will tell you what I did do. However, I did, I did. Um, 
leave a note in the, um, with my contact information, leave a letter. I was going to knock on the door, but like, I just didn't want anyone to think I was being like aggressive or like them be like, what the fuck? This is so weird. Also, I didn't want them to think I was like soliciting and like selling makeup kits or something. But I left a note that basically said like really nicely, like, listen, this was my experience. Uh, I have talked to the past two previous tenants, uh, before me, this was also their experience. I cannot suggest enough uh, for you to take video footage of the entire home from top to bottom whenever you're starting out and also discuss with them about repainting their entire home afterwards. Maybe just bring up to them, just bring up to them that you're aware that every tenant in the past has had to repaint, pay for and repaint the entire inside of this four bedroom home and has also had to pay for repainting and pressure washing the front and back porch. And that has been every tenant's experience. And so maybe you just bring it up to them and let them know that you want to be sure that that won't be the case with you. They wrote, they came back to me so nice. They were like, oh my gosh, we cannot believe this was your experience. Like we do know that they are older women. Again, not trying to be ageist here, but, and I didn't bring up their age. I just said like the, you know, the person who actually helped me secure the place, the technical, like the, what, what, what is her name? She's not her name. Cause I'm not giving names, but like the person who's just like in charge of the listing, the real estate agent, I guess, I don't know, but not the actual owners, you know, my, like my landlord, not the owners. She was lovely. And I said that I was like, you know, she tried to help me out where she could. She felt like really in the middle of it and I get it. It's her job, but, uh, this is what the owners did. And I would say the owners seem a bit, I used the word ornery. And so we had a really good conversation. They were like, what the fuck? That is so fucked up. And I was like, I know. So just make sure that you guys don't suffer that because the main reason my parents keep pressing me and James keeps pressing me, like you've got to take them. It's not to get $2,000 back, right? Like at the end of the day, like that's not like keeping me up at night. What's keeping me up at night is the fact that they truly keep doing this to people and that they're going to have this rental property for however long. And they just keep getting to not pay the expenses that they need to pay as homeowners. So anyways, that's the update. I do still want to bring the grannies to justice. Uh, but it's just been on the back burner a little bit for me, but my parents are like, my mom actually said that it. she's like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll file the paperwork. And I was like, okay, no slay mom. Like actually, yes, please do that for me. Um, so my, and my dad too, he was like, we'll do it, but like, you have to do something about this. They cannot get away with it. And I was like, okay, you guys feel very passionate about this. I kind of want to take it to like Mari and just have it on, on, on daytime television and we could just duke it out, you know? Um, all right. So that is the update with the landlord situation. However, uh, this house, this house we own, we own this house. So, so there's, we are the homeowners and let me tell you something. Y'all want an update and you want to know about also like these pillows are really cute. Um, you want to know about all the renovations. So we've done the podcast room. We've done the Ralph Lauren room is what I keep calling it. Like the cigar room, polo lounge. I don't fucking know, but it's just giving like that old leather plaid, like equestrian vibe that I really like. Um, and the kitchen, the kitchen is nearly done. The only thing I have left is I have to get a hood. I forgot. <clears throat> I forgot I needed one of those. All right. And now I just have this big blank space where there should be a hood. And there's just like this big silver thing hanging down for ventilation. And it's not cute. And I have to get one because James and I are hosting Christmas this year. And I think I've told you guys that, but we are hosting Christmas in our home. Um, his family is staying with us. My family is staying with us. Well, they're not all staying in one house because we couldn't physically uh, put 10 separate people in three bedrooms. But um, we found an Airbnb that's literally right next door. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I was like, obviously, like my family is my family. So I was like, wait 
they should stay. And then James is like, wait, mine should stay. And I called my mom and I was like, what, what do you guys want to do? And my mom's like, your father and I have like been in Nashville many, many times with you. We have celebrated Christmas many times with you there. They're coming from London, all the way from London. Let them stay there. We'll get an Airbnb nearby. And I was going to let them just stay with Taylor and Mike because obviously Taylor and Mike live next door, but Taylor and Mike's family are coming in and celebrating Christmas with them. So all this to be said, the way that I just cannot wait for Christmas because it's going to be Taylor's family, my family, James's family, and all of us are just going to be together with all these different accents floating around. And I am just, I'm elated. I can't wait. I can't wait. And the fact that my family gets to meet James family. Obviously they talk on FaceTime all the time and my mom and his mom text each other a good bit. Frightening. Um, they, they have never technically met in person and I'm just really excited. So that will be exciting. And the house is basically all the way done. I had to like, this is a finance podcast. So I did have to slow down a little bit on all the things I was trying to do. And I know you guys know that I'm not patient. And James was like, you know, we don't have to do it all at once. And I was like, on the contrary, Yes, we do. Because I really would just rather get it all done at once and then just like drain my bank account all at once and just be like, oh my God, look at our house. And James is like, hey, we should reel this in. And I'm like, you're kind of right. And I hate that about you. Um, so we did the bathroom, our bathroom, the primary bath we did. And then we did, um, we painted our bedroom. We totally renovated the kitchen. And I'm letting the sleeping dogs lie with the upstairs. And the part of me really wanted to renovate the upstairs bathrooms for all of our guests that will be staying with us. But I'm like, you know what? This is still a new house and the bathrooms are fucking fine, Shannon. Like, relax, okay? You know, MTV Cribs ain't coming in this bitch anytime soon. So everything will be okay. And the people that are visiting us love us. They love us. So they will be happy regardless. Um, okay, so what else has happened? James's mom came to Nashville, Franklin. Franklin, not Nashville. She came to Franklin and she stayed with us for, I think it was like four days. Yeah, four days. It was so much fun. I just, you know, James hasn't been home for a while back to Europe to see his family. So the fact that like his mom came all the way here just to spend some time with him and us was just so sweet. I just feel like James really needed it. Like, you know, like he's like a grown man. He's never going to be like, I miss my mommy and daddy. But like, you could just tell he just felt really, really, really happy to be like with his family and his mom. And it was just, just really sweet. And we got to show her Franklin and we took her to Broadway and Nashville. And she was like, oh my God. God, and I was like, uh-huh, this is what it is. And it just got me really excited for the rest of his family to be here on Christmas because um, his brother and sister will be here and I cannot wait for them to experience Broadway and all of its chaos and mayhem. It's just gonna be really, really fun. There is quite literally nothing better than when a company that I am already obsessed with and use literally all the time decides that I can talk about them on my podcast. I mean, working with Drizzly, which is my favorite alcohol delivery app, is a dream come true, baby, because I have legit been using them since they started. Like the second I found out that they existed, I was like, that makes my life so much easier. It has been my go-to app for drink delivery for years because it is the most convenient way to get beer, wine, spirits, whatever you want delivered right to your doorstep when you want it. And they're quick too. There have been so many times that I've been at a friend's house and someone along the way, whoever got to the party, forgot something and they're all trying to decide who's going to go to the store. And I'm like, you guys, why aren't we using Drizzly? It's literally the best invention ever. I've used Drizzly so many times for gifts too. Like anytime that you want to send a housewarming or engagement, birthday, you name it, a bottle of champagne, whatever. It is perfect when you are a last minute girly like me because you can get it in a jiffy or just schedule it ahead and be delivered whenever you want. Also, you guys... 
Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, all of these things are coming up now. All right. And you are going to be running around your house, hosting and cooking a turkey. And there's inevitably going to be something that you forget me as well. So genuinely, I'm just so thankful that Drizzly exists to fix all of our problems. And the selection is amazing because it's all broken down the app by selections of like wine, beer, et cetera. You can just type in exactly what you want, eggnog, you name it, whatever you're looking for. And they will search a store nearby you and see if they have it. I've just been a fan forever. So like I said, I love the opportunity to talk about Drizzly with you guys. So obviously you guys have to try Drizzly because it is just the best thing that ever existed, literally ever. So download the Drizzly app today or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And you must be 21 or older, not available in all locations. Um, so after she was here, I had the most incredible opportunity to go to Paris with Bridget for her collection with Revolve, which is honestly just like so peak and so fucking cool. Um, we were not shaking our asses on yachts. We were shaking our asses in front of the Eiffel Tower. And that made me very happy, very pleased. I need to have Bridget on the podcast because she had like the wedding of the century and she was bride of the century. And I need to just have her on. Um, but basically she did a collection with Revolve and she was able to invite some friends and some girls on a trip of her choosing. She decided to go to Paris. It was so cool because obviously like Revolve funded the whole thing. So like we were staying at the Ritz, like it was just so motherfucking luxe and so cool. And I could literally probably never, I don't want to say never, I'm not going to manifest never being able to afford to stay there. But like, that is something that I personally would not be shelling out dough for right now. And the fact that I got to experience it with two girls that are just so much fun. Paige was there. I did have Paige Lawrence on this podcast too, because we have so much to chat about her and I could just talk for literal days and we do sometimes, but it was just fun. It was just like a really good old fashioned freaking girls trip. And her collection is elite. This is coming out on November 21st. So her collection launched on the 10th. I don't know if there's any pieces left by the time this podcast comes out, but if there are, it will not be restocking. I'm pretty sure. So you need to go get it uh, pronto because it is just like some amazing holiday pieces and they're pretty affordable too. Like nothing's over $300 and they're really, really cool pieces. So, um, go check that out. And Bridget, I love you for having me, uh, on your trip. It was just iconic. Let me tell you a couple things about this. So we basically just boofed around town in Paris. We went to gorgeous dinners. We had amazing like girl time in the hotel. We shot her collection. It was just so much fun, but I posted this and you guys are like, what are you talking about? Okay. So I posted that. I was like, do you guys remember the plane story about the lady who shushed me on the plane? Okay. I was like, boy, do I have a story for you guys? And y'all were like, is she in Paris? And I'm like, no, I couldn't pick the lady out of a lineup. I don't know what the fuck she looks like. I, I, I couldn't remember. I was crying. I couldn't remember what she looked like. She was just mean. Um, but I, I, I was referencing that because, because like a similar situation happened, but I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of myself because <clears throat> let me, I've literally like, I haven't practiced telling you guys a story. I've just thought about telling you all the story so many times that I'm like really jazzed for it. Okay. So we are in Paris. It is like a random Wednesday, I think at this point. And Bridget and I, it's 3 p.m. And I don't know why me. I'm like, I don't know what possessed us. Bitch, it was me. I was like, we should go drink champagne somewhere. And she was like, I agree. We had just gone to lunch. And so we'd gone to lunch at like 1231 and then been there to like three. And then as we were going back to the hotel, we were like taking some pictures. And I was like, you know, what would be better if we had alcohol. <laughs> inside of us. So we should go do that. So anyways, I, uh, suggested we go find a bar. Well, where we were staying close to the Ritz, it's in the first arrondissement. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. I think it's like neighborhoods in Paris. Anyways, we were in an area of town that was fabulous because it was just nothing but designer stores and shopping and so, so cute. But because of the area we were in, we actually weren't close to too many bars. We went on the hunt 
for bars. Like I was like, where is a bar? Where is a cafe? Where is literally anything? Where is a brasserie? Where is it? Okay. And we finally see this like bar slash restaurant. It's like small. It's tucked in the little alleyway ish um, amongst all the shops. And we walk in. And we're, we're convinced it's closed, right? Because it is this like weird in between time of like 3.30, whatever, like not dinner, not lunch, like 3.30. And we just see a guy and they're just like wiping down glasses. <clears throat> and I'm like, hey, are you guys open? And he was like, of course, I'm going to fuck up the French accent so bad because I, I only do the British accent well now. So I can't do the French accent. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, la pou, uh, pipi la pa. Okay. So I'm trying to practice it before I do it. Okay. So he's like, Oh, but of course, yes, come in. And he's so nice. Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he tries to seat us at a table and me and Bridget are like, no. And if you follow Bridget, which you should, she is just like a breath of fresh air. She's so fun. She's always like, she is just really fun to be around because she's always like, okay, wait, tell me this. Okay. Do you think like she just always has like a fun story or like a fun idea to talk about. And I don't just know how to explain that she is like very entertaining. And if you follow her on Instagram, you are very entertained by her stories on Instagram, etc. So just like understand that vibe that whenever her and I were together, when the guy tried to sit us at a table, we were like, no. And here's the thing. Let's be very clear about the dynamic between American girls going into uh, Paris. We know. We know, we know what we are to you guys. We know that we are the basic bitches that think berets are worn and baguettes are eaten. And we know that that is us. And we are leaning into it, especially because we were on a girl's trip with Revolve. Like, I'm sorry, I was not trying to act too cool for school. When I went to Paris with James, I was like trying to like be like blase and like so Parisian and like fit in a little bit. When I went with the girls, I was like not as American girls on this trip. Like I did not care at all whatsoever. I was leaning into it and we had the time of our lives. Okay. But do not think that it's lost on me that we are basic bitches in Paris and we're also American, which knocks us down two levels immediately. It's not lost on me. Okay. I'm fine with that. I understand that. And I do not combat that whatsoever. I'm actually like really fucking scared of French people because it's when James and I went, I actually post like a questionnaire and everyone's like, are French people as mean as everyone says? And like, yes and no, for the most part, everyone was so lovely and nice to us. But then like you do get in a taxi cab in Paris and you like, you feel like you just gave them the biggest burden of their life when you're actually just like paying them to take you somewhere, which is their job. They're like, Oof, oh, okay. Like, like you just like, there are certain, yes, people in Paris and in France, I think that are genuinely not happy that you're American and you're there. And I'm like, okay. So anyways, that's not lost on me. And we go into there and it's me and Bridget. So like I said, now that I've explained us together, we are like walking in and he tries to sit us at a table and we're like, no, 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 we want to hang out with you. Like we want to sit at the bar with you. And he was like, oh, you want to sit at the bar with me? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, amazing. And we just start chatting it up with him. Okay. He tells us not his life story, but we do find out that he used to be a barber or hairstylist and he really wants to get back into it. He started pulling up. We're like, oh my God, slay, you should quit your job here and you should go back to doing hair. And he's like, yeah, he starts showing us these like intricate, like, I mean, we were like, show us your work. <laughs> and he's like showing us the most like, this man ain't just cutting bangs, okay? He has the most intricate braided hairstyles, like in shapes, in in letters. Like he has braided these people's hair into like, you can't even imagine it was the coolest thing ever. We were like, what are you doing? Still working here, follow your passion. Like we're just having the best time with this bartender, okay? And he's loving us, all right? And that's not like a, oh, he's like, oh, these Americans are paying me and drinking. Fine, I'll pretend. Like you could tell he was genuinely having a good time speaking to us. 
Because my goal in life was literally to have a closet just like shares from Clueless. And I feel like I'm well on my way because we're finally renovating and getting a cute closet. But you know that closet I'm talking about, right? The one where she can just scroll seemingly limitless options and the computer tells her exactly what matches and what doesn't. Well, consider me arrived since I've discovered what it's like to have a personal stylist with Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is a new way to find trendy and cool pieces without going to hundreds of stores and trying on clothes for hours. Think of it like your new stylist. They help collaborate with you on what you love and don't love, and then they curate the perfect looks for you without breaking the bank. They put together some like, I can cool like pull really cool items. Like I'm, I have no issue with that, but for some reason, like coming up with casual staples is just hard. So with my last Stitch Fix order, I asked them to come up with some like good basics and staples. And I don't know why my brain can't put together jeans and a white top, but like they just really helped me create these elevated basics that I loved. And I was able to help with them and they collaborate with you, like I said, on what you love and don't love and then they make the perfect look okay so you just share your size your style your budget with quick style quiz they send you five looks right to your door keep what you want send back what you don't they take care of shipping and return costs too it's amazing just simply order a refresh as needed or set it and forget it with regular fixes the best part about it is you're in control okay and like i said use them for in between funny times too when you're like mm, it's not winter yet but it's fall but it's cold and it's hot you know what i'm talking about when you got heated seats on in the morning but then you're sweating your booty off in the afternoon yeah i am lost on what to wear during that season as well so stitch fix also came in clutch whenever i was needing help with that and by the third order you could tell that my stitch fix stylist really understood my vibe and what I wanted, which was fantastic. So a massive thanks to Stitch Fix because they just get me and they probably will get you too. So try today at stitchfix.com slash probably, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash probably stitchfix.com slash probably. We're laughing. We're talking now. This is also something I must note. I am sure that Bridget and I were being loud. I am sure of it. I am sure we are being loud and I'm sure because the whole entire place was empty other than quite literally us and the bartender who we were talking to, I'm sure that we were louder than we would have been if we had walked into a busy or crowded, you know, like bar restaurant with other people. So we have a glass of champagne, maybe two. I don't even think we had two glasses of champagne, um, but we were just like having the best time. We were talking and getting, you know, probably loud. And all of a sudden at some point, I, I see someone, doesn't, she doesn't tap my shoulder. She just walks into our line of view and she says to us, um, excuse me. And we turn and look at her and we're like, yeah. And she's like, my husband and I are over there and we're trying to have a conversation and we can't even hear ourselves think you two girls are so loud. We literally cannot hear ourselves think. Do you mind keeping it down? Because you are, you are almost screaming at each other and, and, Bridget and I are li literally like, uh, 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 yeah, we're so sorry. And Bridget's like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, yes, I'm so sorry. And I felt immediately, immediately I felt that way that I felt on the plane when the lady was like, shh, when, if you recall the story, the fucking flight attendant, the kind and nice flight attendant literally came over to me and asked if I wanted to turn my light on to eat because I had my light turned off to try to be nice to the lady sleeping next to me. And I was eating in the dark because I was like, oh, she's sleeping. I want to be polite and nice. And then whenever he came over and said, do you want to turn your light on? I said, no, that's okay. I don't mind. I'll, I'm almost done eating anyways. And then she stood up and went, shh. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And what did I do? I cried. 
I stewed about it. I don't know why it affected me so much because she was so mean and miserable. I was texting Taylor like so upset. I thought about it. This is just a recap of the story really quick, but I thought about it for like three days. Like I could not get over it, how mean it was and all the stuff that I wish I would have said and how like, how dare she not only shush me and basically spit in my face when she did it, but like come into my personal space. Like she left her pod. Also, we're flying first class lady. Like you can't just be like that. Like comes into my personal space to shush me. Like I'm like a kid in her kindergarten class. Like whenever I was doing all these things to be kind to her. Anyways, I could not let it go. And it really bothered me to the point that I remember telling James I was getting a massage when we were in Cape Town and I couldn't stop thinking about the things I wish I would have said to this lady. Like I was just really torn up about it. And everyone, I am so glad because when I told the story and actually when I'm retelling it right now, I'm like, oh my God, is that like, you're so not well, Shannon. But a lot of you guys have literally responded to that story so similarly and are like, I, this is me. Like, this is me. I can't let it go. I'll fight with shampoo bottles in my shower and I'll wish like hell I had said something. So anyways, that's just the demise that I live in with being a chronic people pleaser. Okay. Please tattoo. No worries. If not on my fucking forehead. So anyways, she says this to me, me and Bridget immediately are like, oh, 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 I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And here's the thing to know about me and Bridget. We have been online friends for a very long time, but we've only just recently started hanging out in person finally. And so, um, you know, still getting to know each other on that, like really deep personal level. And I am laughing because Bridget probably thinks I am like this feisty, crazy firecracker redhead, which like slay I am kind of, but you guys know that I am a people pleaser who would never does not like confrontation as much as like like the the granny thing like I didn't say a word like Mike did like I didn't have the balls to say anything to them really I was just like oh, I can't believe it and then like stewed about it afterwards so anyways um she says that we both look at her we're like we're, we're so sorry we're so sorry and she walks away and I look at Bridget and I'm like we're in a bar like we're literally in a bar and then Bridget says kind of loud ish too. She's like, yeah, like you could have been nicer about that. The lady turns around and she looks at me and she goes, what, excuse me. I do not know what happened next, except I remember every ounce of it. I did not black out. It wasn't one of those moments where like, I blacked out. I don't know what happened. I don't know what came. But I will say, I don't know what came over me. I do wonder, again, I was not like, we we had had one glass of champagne. So it wasn't like I was drunk and belligerent and like, I can't believe I said that I was like hammered. Like, no, I wasn't. Like I had had a glass of champagne and I think we were about to order a second. Uh, or maybe he was pouring the second one. So I'd had like a glass and a half. I don't fucking know. All this to be said, it was not liquid courage. Something inside of me, just came over me and I do credit it. Once I've started to try to break it down, I'm like, I do think it has something, a little something to do with me being with James and like understanding British people a little bit more. And this is not to bash British people at all. I truly like obviously love, I love a British man. I love his family. James's family is so lucky and I talk about it all the time and when I have Anna Grace on here I'm going to talk about how I manifested my in-laws because they're exactly what I wanted but like I um I love British people but I understand British people a little bit more and I understand um different levels of British people and different kinds of British people etc and it hit me as she was speaking that she was British not French and I was like oh a fucking course these two british people just came in here to tell the fucking americans that they were and here, it was the way she said it you know what i mean it was the the rudeness the the cruelty in which she said it was so much like that lady on the plane that was like Shh. and so she was like you know we can't even hear ourselves think you're being so loud you're basically screaming you're practically screaming at each other blah, blah, blah. yeah could you please keep it down and then walked away and so she turned around after i said we're at a bar and bridget was like yeah that was a very nice way to ask and, and by the way the bartender's like 
at a tennis match, right? And she turns around and she's like, well, excuse me. And I looked at her and I said, we're at a bar. I said, we're at a bar. And you could have asked that nicer. You could have asked us to be more quiet, nicer. And she was like, I could have asked you nicer. How could I ask you nicer when you girls, this is the part that I'm kind of messing up. I don't, she didn't say much else. She was a, she was a gasp, a gasp that I spoke back to her. And she was like, really? She's like, I, I was supposed to ask you nicer when you girls are screaming at a bar. And I was like, if you want to go somewhere for some peace and quiet at 3.30 on a Wednesday, find a library, okay? And she's like, my husband and I are trying to speak to each other. I was like, then talk to each other and be nicer to other patrons in the bar. If you want us to be quiet, we will. Because here is the thing. And I'm going to interrupt myself about 14 times during the story, but here's the thing. And when I called my mom about this, she was like, she, okay, there's a key, there's a key and peel. If you guys know who those comedians are, there's a key and peel bit or skit or whatever you want to call it. That's fucking hilarious that me and Taylor always quote to each other. It's this like really funny skit where these two guys, Key and Peel, are um, basically saying that they called their wife a bitch. And the whole concept of the skit is that they're like, you, you but you said that. You said that you called her a bitch. You said that. And me and Taylor always do that with each other. If someone tells a story and I'm like, you said that, you said that to Mike. And she's like, okay, no, I didn't say that to Mike. I made, but I thought that. So like this whole, I call my mom and my mom's like, you, you said that. And I was like, yeah, mom, I did. And my mom was like, here's the thing I know about you, Shannon had this lady. I am so fucking nice. I am such a people pleaser. If she would have walked over and been like, Hey, you girls are really loud and we're really trying to have a conversation. Like, I know y'all are having a fun time, but if you don't mind, like if she would have said it, even still kind of like saucy, I would have not only apologized like we did actually at the very start. I would have not only apologized. I would have sent her and her husband a round of drinks. I would have, I would have gone out of my way. I would have left the restaurant and been like, I am so sorry again. Gosh, we're just loud Americans. Like I would have gone out of my way to do that, but she didn't. Okay. So guys, I know better than anyone that the holidays can be a lot. And my family definitely listens to those podcasts, so no shade against them, but I'm just from a loud, boisterous Southern family. And sometimes the holidays can be a little draining. I am sure I am a part of that myself. I know, but not this year, all right? Because this year I am enjoying the holidays thanks to the gift of therapy, but therapy from none other than Talkspace. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry from the comfort of my phone. And y'all know I always got my phone in my hand. I can reach out to my provider anytime. It's like having a little mental health professional in my pocket. Like they are literally always there no matter where I'm at. If I'm celebrating the holidays with in-laws, if I'm with my own family, if I'm just in need of a little moment and someone to talk to, traveling, whatever it might be, taking care of my own mental health has really never been easier. And I know guys, we're shopping for the holidays. Money can be tight this time of year, but luckily Talkspace is in network with most insurance plans. So you'll only have to pay a small copay and it's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. I can sometimes feel a little anxious, a little weary whenever I'm in a doctor office setting. And maybe that's not for everyone. I don't want to project, but like, I love being in my bed, cozy and comfortable whenever I'm having these conversations with therapists, you know, so there's no need to commute to appointments. Also miss time at work, line up childcare, whatever those different things that kind of stop you or, or get in the way of having a therapist speak to, you know, you're able to attend these sessions in your own comfort of your home, which I just really love. And it's mental health care made easy. 
And guys, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash probably. To match with the licensed therapist today, just go to Talkspace.com slash probably to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That is Talkspace.com slash probably. And really, guys, I can't say enough great things about it. We should all be taking more care of our mental health. We should all be taking care of ourselves, especially around the holidays. So do yourself a favor. Go to Talkspace.com slash probably. She's like, oh, I was supposed to be nicer to you when you are screaming in a public restaurant, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, also, also here's the thing. Me and Bridget weren't screaming. I am just sure we were probably louder than we would have been had we known other people were there. And, um, I, I, and I take responsibility for that. I'm sure we were loud. And she, she, I go, I go, yeah, I go, yeah, you could have been nicer. There's a nicer way to ask that if you, and then I can't remember if Bridget said this or I said this. So I don't want to take it away from her if she had this moment. But one of us said, if you want respect, you have to give respect. That does that sounds like something Bridget would say. I, I don't think I said it. Maybe she said it, but but also Bridget's probably like, don't involve me in this. I am not confrontational like you, bitch. So um someone did say something about like respect. Like if you want respect, you have to give respect. She is she scoffs at us. She goes to sit down at her table. Her husband gets up. Her husband gets up. This British man, and they're age-wise, they're our parents' age. They're not old. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be like, they're old people. They're like, you know, our parents' age. This man gets up. He starts walking towards us. Like, honestly, low-key pretty aggressive. And I'm like, oh, I, I, again, I don't know what's coming over me. But he walks over and he's like, you know what? I'll tell you something. You girls have been, and I lost my marbles I go, oh, of course you're British. Of course you're British. And he was like, what? Excuse me. And I said, I get it. We've all seen the Netflix documentaries. You guys think you're so much better than us. We get it. You're so classy and poison. We're the loud Americans at the bar. We're at a bar. If you and your wife want to go somewhere for some peace and quiet, like I told her, go find a library or be nicer to us. Okay. Cause we're at a bar. You guys don't just get to come over here. And I'm like, and he's trying to interject. I'm like, you don't get to just come over here and talk to us like this and think that you can get away with it. If you want to speak to us, you can speak to us with some respect and we'll give you respect back. I literally, as I said that my actual real life body and personality finally took back over this dark passenger and I immediately was about to start crying okay immediately and then I was like oh no this isn't gonna look cool and gotcha because I am literally about to start bawling crying and I say that and he looks at me and he's like you're a nasty little girl aren't you you're a nasty nasty little girl and I was like yeah I am and he was like turned around and sat back down, didn't say a word. He was like, we'll take the bill. Bridget is looking at me like, what the fuck? I turn my side because I literally, <laughs> tears are like welling up. The bartender is looking at us like, what the fuck? But he's not like angry. He's not angry. And I look at the bartender and I look at Bridget and she's like, wow. And I was like, oh my God. I'm so sorry. I start massively apologizing to the bartender. Honestly, not loudly because I don't want anyone to hear me apologizing. But I was like, that is so out of character for me. And we're just like, is it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I swear to God it is. I swear. And I was like, um, I'm so sorry, sir. And he, the bartender could not give seven fucks less. The bartender didn't say this while the other two people were there. But after they left, he was like, they were so rude. Like, you can't speak to people like that. But I did say to him, I was like, I don't know why I said this. I was like, if they were French, I would have never done that. I swear. Because I really wouldn't have. If they were French, I would have been like, oh 
shit. But there was something about them being British that I just don't know how to explain to you guys that I was like, no, 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 no. No. And I really should say if it was any, any, you know, culture, I would have been like, you can't fucking talk to people like that. But for some reason, I really was just like, oh, here we fucking go. We're not even in like England and you're coming here and telling us like, and I know there will be some people listening to this that simply don't agree with me and are like, oh my God, you guys are being loud. They told you to shut up. Like, that's fine. Like, I get that there might be two sides to the. It could swing either way. You could totally agree with me or you could totally not agree with me. But this story is for the um, self-proclaimed People Pleasers Anonymous Club that I'm the president of. And I'm here to tell you something. That was a really, really difficult out of character thing for me to do. However, however, okay. Which by the way, they left, which was great. They literally like paid for their drinks left. And we were like, we'll pay. We, We like tipped the guy extra. And he just kept being like, you don't have to do this. They were literally like two people in the restaurant. They were assholes. You don't have to do this. Anyways, I will sell you this. This is what I, this is why I'm telling the story. One, just because it's like fucking crazy. I can't believe I did that. And two, and two. And I'm not over-exaggerating the story, by the way. I literally did just that. I do think a small part of Bridget was probably mortified, but that's fine. Um, I, I will say this. I went to bed that night like a rock, soundly like a rock. Other than to retell the story with glee, I have not thought about the story again. I have not thought about those people again. I know they say you should be the bigger person. We should treat others like we want to be treated. All these things that I do try to live my life by, but I am here to tell you me popping the motherfuck off on those people helped me sleep really good at night. Okay. And I do not fight and wonder, should I have said this? Could I have said this? I'm not, I'm sure I could have been more graceful in my, you know, approach to them. I'm sure I could, I should have, I could have said like better, more like snappy things other than like, we've all seen the Netflix documentaries. What does that even fucking mean? I don't even know what that means. Like what, like been to like Beckham? Like, what are you talking about, Shannon? I don't know. But I don't even regret any of the weird stuff that I said that doesn't even make sense because I just felt so good about saying it up for us and I don't regret it. And I, I, I doubt I'll ever do it again, but I'm here to say that that lady that shushed me on the plane, she just shushed me and I couldn't stop thinking about it for three days. If I would have not said anything, I think that would have destroyed me for like a solid two weeks. And I'm just really proud of myself. And you guys might think that that was a trashy thing for me to do. And I'm going to say, I don't give a fuck because I am a little trashy and I'm really proud of myself. And I don't think that, you know, there's so many other things in that situation that could have made me act differently. Like if it was more people there, I probably wouldn't have done it. But the fact that it was just those two people there and it was just us two, I think gave me the kahunas to really speak out. And that's what happened. So yeah, if you're the British people that happened to and you're listening, I'd love to have you on the mic. Um, give it a call. Let me know. So you know, they went back just fuming. Like whenever he was like, you're a nasty little girl, aren't you? I was like, I am me. I'm going to get nasty little girl merch <laughs> made. Okay. You're a nasty little girl, aren't you? Yeah, bitch. I am. Nuck if you fucking buck. Okay. Nuck if you buck. And that was my story. But other than that, Pierce was fabulous. No other confrontation. Um, no other really big issues happened. And um, yeah, we just had the best time ever. Like I said, just really had the most iconic Paris girls trip. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Let us not forget that my birthday is also right around Thanksgiving, but that aside, big holidays mean big family get-togethers, right? But you don't have to spend all that money on the Thanksgiving spread without getting something in return. You know, with Ibotta, which is my favorite, favorite app ever, you can get your turkey and all of your favorite sides for free. Starting November 1st, for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. Like, you guys, 
Did you hear me right? That's insane. Just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything that you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipt. Like that is so easy. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. You name it, y'all. You can make sure that you are beating inflation because Lord knows the world is inflated right now with no matter what you're purchasing. And all these other apps, they just give you points, right? They don't really amount to much. With Ibotta, you're getting real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account. You can get PayPal, you can do gift cards, whatever, but it's the green stuff that we love, okay, cash. You can also earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. I literally just made an order with Sephora and I uploaded my receipt immediately to Ibotta. Um, so download the Ibotta app now and use code probably to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. 100% cash back, you guys. Like, that's insane. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code PROBABLY. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code PROBABLY. And then, and then, I says to myself, well, me and Marcia, James' mom, we decided she was going back the day after I went to Paris. So her and James got a day by themselves because I went to Paris the day before her. And she said like kind of in passing like, oh, because I have not announced this yet technically on the podcast, only my Instagram. But James and I are having our big ass fun ass wedding celebration in Italy. And I could not be more jazzed for that. Um, I have always said, always, always, always said that I wanted to get married in Italy. I've always wanted a wedding in Italy. I've always wanted to celebrate in Italy and do all the things in Italy. And I'm not gonna lie um i've literally said that to every guy i've ever dated like and all of them have been like yeah we'll fucking see when i met james i'm pretty sure i said to him like probably pretty early on because i'm psycho like i'm pretty sure i said to him like yeah like i have always had a dream to get married like whoever i marry (laughs) whoever i marry i would love to get married in italy and i remember specifically him being like that is so funny i've always wanted to get married in italy and i'm like that is so funny. So um, really excited. We just had to nail down where in Italy we wanted to get married. So basically the Almafi Coast is where we're doing it. And I'm just so excited and I cannot wait. And there'll be many, 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 many more wedding planning um, little moments on this podcast leading up to it. So anyways, all that being said, I have been planning like, so I know it's really popular. Like a lot of people are getting married in Italy these days. Like my TikTok is full of it and that's fine. Um, you know, I never will miss an opportunity to do the same thing that everyone else does. I love it. I love it. So I have been really fortunate in the sense that it's been not, I wouldn't say easy. It's not been easy, but it's been more accessible to plan, discover, research, and find all these things out about you know, celebrating and planning a wedding in Italy. It's kind of, even though there's like a language barrier and it's really far away, I've been able to like do some digging and find out a lot on my own. So I was researching for literal weeks and I basically nailed down like a couple places that I thought about for venues, a couple places for the dinner, a couple places for the reception, like all these things that I'm trying to figure out and finagle. And I did think kind of like, I can just do this online. Like I can just talk to these like venues and these uh, people and you know, most of them speak English. So this is not going to be the hardest thing in the world. I don't think I physically need to go to Italy to look at this, but maybe I will next year at some point. I don't know. That's like what I thought. So then Marcia says, oh my gosh, Shannon, you're coming to Paris for this girl's trip. And I was already connecting through London to get to Paris. So she's like, you're going to Paris for this girl's trip. What if you stayed with us one night and then we went to Italy? Cause Italy, again, I always say this and everyone's always like, I know you didn't just call Italy Florida, but like, I mean it in the sense of distance. Like 
yes, Italy and Florida are two very different places, but kind of, I guess. Um, but no, Italy and Florida are the same in the sense that like, if you were going to go from London to Italy, it's a two and a half hour flight. Okay. So it's like us going to Florida. So she was like, you should, and the time difference is one hour. So she was like, you should, um, possibly, why don't we just go to Italy? Like, what if? And I was like, oh my gosh what if? And she's like, that way we can see the venues in person. We can like get the feel of the vibe. We can talk to the people and really like nail down some things. And I definitely did this whole trip as a like, might as well. Like we were like, might as well. I'm here. We might as well. And I was really thankful to Marcia for being like, let's go. And so um, we did that. And also just like nice to have boots on the ground in Europe. You know what I mean? Like, of course I called my mom and was like, mom, come with us, please. And Marcia's like, please. And she's like, babe, I love you so much. I cannot wait to do everything. Wedding. My mom has like made all these spreadsheets for our wedding already. So like she's in the thick of it with planning, but she's like, I'm not flying. I'm not flying nine and a half hours and having an eight hour time difference to go to Italy for two days. Cause me and Marcia, we were in and out. We were there for two days. So anyways, I FaceTime my mom the whole time. I FaceTime Taylor the whole time and Anna Grace, but Marcy and I, we were locked and loaded. Okay. Like we were women on a mission and we succeeded in our mission because we definitely nailed down a lot of things. And like I said, I kind of thought the trip originally was just like a might as well. Then when I was there and if you're planning an Italy wedding, I'm going to say right now, babes, you kind of need to go to Italy. You kind of need to go where you're going and see it because it was eye-opening in the sense that I was like, I would have never known this, that, that like logistically you really can't, uh, you need to see things with your own eyes and you need to be able to plan things with your own eyes. So like I said, I keep using the term boots on the ground, but like we had boots on the ground there and we were able to do a lot. And it was just so fun because like Marcy is just so fun. So we were just like, you know, sipping on Aperol spritz and limoncello and eating good pasta and walking so much walking, but like we just were having the best time and the weather was gorgeous. And yeah, I will keep you guys very up to date with wedding planning, but it was a very successful trip and I had the best time ever. Um, bought did a little bit of shopping, you know, whatever, but it was just cool. It was really, really cool. And it got me really excited. Just like walking down the streets, just like picturing my friends being there, walking down the streets of Italy, all to celebrate us, all of James friends and all of us coming together. And I just got excited. And I know I talk about it all the time. And I, I see all these memes that are like, everything doesn't have to be an era, but like it fucking does. And I'm in my bridal era and I'm just so fucking excited to be here and talking about it. So, um, <clears throat> I won't shut the fuck up about it moving forward. Um, you guys will be like, thank fuck when her wedding's over, but uh, it's not yet. So buckle up, strap in. So that was the trip to Italy. All right, guys, quick outfit change. I just got back from traveling, but I needed to tell you guys about the Curl Secret by Infinity Pro by Conair because listen, I've been on a plane all day and my hair still looks like honestly pretty effortless. And that is because of this auto curler. It is such a game changer. The hair goes in, the curl comes out. It's like magic, baby. And it's got five temperature settings. It's got three different curl options. It really truly is just so nice. I like a more blown out look, but you have this option if you put the temperature up or you change the curl style to get a tighter curl. It is perfect for all hair types. And here's the thing, your hair's not gonna get tangled, right? It's got this anti-tangle technology, which we love to see. And it really, really helps prevent frizz. Um, I find my hair looking just like a lot more smoother and shinier. So you guys are gonna want this for long lasting curls. Shop the Curl Secret by Conair by Infinity Pro at Ulta. You know you want to. And, oh, I totally forgot to mention when we were in Paris, when I tried on wedding dresses. So that was the sweetest thing in the entire world. Bridget literally planned this. I was so shocked to my core, like literally shook. And I couldn't believe it because like we were on a trip to celebrate her. It was very much for her. The trip was for her and her collection with Revolve. And it was just such a selfless thing to do and so sweet and kind and sincere and like I said she's the queen of all brides so the fact that she like wanted me to have my bridal moment was just really sweet and the fact that we went to Ellie Saab which is just like an iconic designer in general
general and for her to get me a not reservation but an appointment there to try on dresses just felt like seriously princess moment and I felt very princess diaries where I was like me who me for real and it was just really sweet and I tried on I didn't try on that many dresses we were honestly talking too much but I tried on a bunch I don't think I found my dress there but it was really cool to understand the process because like I've never fucking done that I wear pretty dresses all the time I go to events all the time I I did pageants growing up but like nothing there's nothing like trying on wedding dresses like it is so different and I I'm like giddy about trying I tried on one style like I honestly, I tried on a bunch of big poofy dresses and I'm not sure that that will be the style I go with. But then also like Bridget was making some great points. She was like, this is your one time to like be a princess at your wedding. Like, don't you want this like moment? And I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. Like, damn, I wear sexy white dresses all the time. Should I have a big poofy dress? But then another part of me is like, that's so not me. And then another part of me was like, maybe I'd do poofy. I'd take the poofy off at the end. Like, I don't know. I really don't know. And I get asked all the time, like, what do you want your wedding dress to look like? Even they had, they asked me at the appointment. And I was like, I don't know. My Pinterest is filled with like 85 different designs. People look at it and they're like, so what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So um, I'll keep you guys, you know, not totally posted on what I pick, but for the most part, it's hard though, because do you know what's so funny? I wanted to call James and FaceTime him and show him all of them. Like when I got back, I wanted to be like, do you like this one? Do you like this one? But like, obviously it's the one thing you can't show your groom. So like, I just was like, I don't know. Does anyone else feel that way? Is anyone else like I wanted to show my guy the dresses, even though that's exactly what you're not supposed to do. Um, so I didn't. Obviously, I did not. But I have a couple more appointments. I can't wait for uh, when my family's here for Christmas. I'm going to try on dresses here in Franklin or Nashville. I can't remember where the shop is. I think it's in Nashville. And we're going to do it a big. We're going to have my mom, my sister, James' sister, James' mom, Taylor. We're going to rent a limo and we're just going to go and try on a bunch of dresses. And I'm really excited for that appointment, too, because that'll just be like so sentimental. Um, I think I'm going to go to Florida at some point and try on dresses who knows maybe I'll find the dress with my family but I do have a couple shops in Florida I want to try so obviously I want to make an excuse to go try on dresses with Anna Grace because Anna Grace is engaged and the fact that like we always talk about it y'all know we always talk about it I'm gonna have her on for a podcast whatever I'm not gonna overdo it right now but like we really do fucking live parallel lives like everything does happen to us literally like this like split seconds apart and that is of course how it would happen with our engagements and it just makes me so happy um I'm not gonna spoil it and go over too much because I'm having her on the podcast very soon so her and I will have the whole moment um and yeah I'm just really pumped for that also let's talk about something that is on the top of my mind the fact that right when I went on a podcast break I got engaged and Taylor Swift started dating Travis Kelsey like are you joking me I have so much to talk about um now you guys are probably like bitch we don't care this is like th this podcast episode is going to come out on November 21st and y'all are literally gonna be like bitch we don't give a fuck they're probably gonna be like married by the time this episode comes out I am so here for it and I want to be honest like if I had been live on the podcast um, from the inception of their relationship, I think I would have, you guys would have, uh, heard a little bit of a different opinion from me from like the very beginning to now. Now I'm all in, I'm team. Yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> in the beginning, I'm not going to lie. I was a little, I was a little like meh. And actually, if you follow Amanda Hirsch, not skinny, but not fat, I feel like her and I were on the same page with our, um, idea about it. And I talked to, I, I talked to Claudia about it. Was it Claudia and Jackie or just, Cla I don't remember. I talked to one of them where I was like, listen, I'm just kind of like, I'm just like kind of not here for it. And they were like, what? Because I was not here for Travis Kelsey. I thought he seemed really like clout chasey ish when he was like, always talking about it on the podcast. He was always talking about how he wanted to give her a friendship bracelet, but she doesn't talk to you after the show. I was like, yeah, well, duh. She's a fucking mega superstar icon who needs to save her voice. Like she doesn't care about your fucking friendship bracelet just because you're some star football player. Like I was such a hater. Like I was like, yeah, who are you, Travis Kelsey? Obviously he's a big fucking deal, but I don't know why I was just like, you know, buzz off Travis. And then 
they started seeing each other and I was like, wait, what? And then he was talking about it a bunch. And then I was like, wait, what is happening here? And then I flipped. I flipped like a motherfucking steak and I am so here for it. I am so here for it because you can genuinely see how happy she looks, right? Like she looks so, so, so genuinely happy. And I feel like not to compare myself to Taylor Allison Swift, even though we're both Sagittarius. Um, all I have to say is I feel like when I started dating James, every one of you guys were like, we can literally see the glow. We can literally feel the radiation and how genuinely happy and like goo goo gaga, like in love you are like the PDA, the, like there are just some things that I see in her right now with all these videos that are surfacing. Obviously I don't know her, but like I can just tell a bitch is in love. Okay. She is in love and I'm so happy for her. Okay. I don't know if she's in love, but like, I just feel like she's so, so, so happy. And the more I've started watching their relationship unfold, like the rest of the world has. So I've literally only seen what all the rest of us has seen. He does seem like a really stand up guy. He does not seem like he's doing any of this for clout. Like he really does seem like he's into her and that's all I want. I want someone that's into her and we've never seen this side of her being like, PDA and holding hands and running to him after her show's over and kissing him like who even knows what gorgeous videos will surface before this podcast episode comes out I'm just I'm absolutely 100% all in for it and I love it and if you would have asked me when it first happened I would have had a different opinion so I wanted to share that one with you too because we were on break and I didn't get to share that but now I'm like I'm here for it I'm team Taylor and Trav like forever everyone literally thinks they're gonna be married and have start having kids like next year and I'm like I'm here for it okay I know I keep talking about it, but Thanksgiving is coming up, guys. It's literally tomorrow. If you're listening to this podcast right now, then Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Wait, okay, sorry. It's two days away from here. Either way, what are we doing? We're eating turkey, right? We're eating turkey, but what are we also doing? We're probably drinking some wine. We're just going to do that. So one thing that I love to do is have some Element on me because Element is the queen of electrolyte replenishment, all right? It's spelled like L-M-N-T, and you guys have probably seen it before. I got turned on to them by none other than Taylor because she was obsessed with them during her pregnancy. But then James became their biggest fan, so then it was literally just always all over our house, okay? But the biggest thing that sets them apart from the other electrolyte drink mixes is there is absolutely no sugar, zero. Just salt to replace all that lost sodium, okay? There's no artificial ingredients, no coloring, no filling no gluten, honestly, just no BS. And the reason that it's so important to have electrolytes in our system is because they facilitate so many different functions in our body, okay? The conductive of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, the fluid balance. Now, guys, those are a lot of big words, and I'm not a scientist, but all that sounds very important to me. And I know one thing, whenever I don't drink enough water, I get a headache. So I personally love chugging Element in my water because I don't drink enough water, all right? It also helps with sleeplessness, so I love that. James is obsessed with Element after his workouts because when you sweat, you are losing all of your electrolytes, so it's that loss of sodium that we need to make sure we combat, right? So everyone is using Element, okay? All of them, pro athletes using it, Olympic athletes, you name it, Navy SEALs even drink it, so you know this is the good stuff. And right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That is eight single serving packets for free with any Element order. This is a great way, by the way, to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com probably. This deal is only available through my link, by the way. So you have to go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com probably. Also, Element offers no questions asked refunds. So try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. You've literally got nothing to lose. So go to drinkelement.com com slash probably what else oh guys this episode how can i say it any more times so i don't know why i keep saying it. it comes out november 21st but that is important because the next day tomorrow 
to motherfucking Morrow. It's my birthday, my 30th birthday. If all you bitches don't wish me happy birthday, you're dead to me. No, I'm kidding, but I will be 30. And that's really exciting because I have wanted to be 30. This is so weird, but I've wanted to be 30 since I was like 25. Like the second I turned 25, I was like, can I just be 30? Like, I'm just like over it. Let's just be 30. Everyone has been hyping up 30 so hard. My mom, back when I was like young, young, like 13, she said her 30s and 40s were her favorites. Like they are just iconic and we as women I feel like I've really leaned into our 30s and these next 10 years I'm just very excited for I also started to think about it now it's getting kind of emo and I was like wait I have done so much like I'm actually so proud of myself I had the exact opposite thoughts that I know some people do like get a little down on themselves and they're like 30 but like I haven't done enough I'm like wait bitch, take another break. Like you've done a lot. Like I've really been out here doing it and I'm really proud of myself. And normally I wouldn't say something like that because it sounds like cocky or arrogant, but like, I think we should all take moments to like really take inventory of all the stuff you have completed before 30. Cause I know we all make these wish lists of like things that I want to do in the next 10 years, but like, let's talk about all the shit you have done. Okay. You have done a lot. If you're listening to this, I guarantee you've done a lot. And if you think, Oh no, I just like graduated college, got a job, got in a relationship. Like, no, like really think about all the stuff you've done, like for real, for real, in self-healing and in your life with your relationships and your friendships and your like body like think about the things you've done and I bet it the list is fucking long and I did that the other day and I was just really really proud of myself and I was like wow I'm about to be 30 and I just like completed eight sold out shows of like me speaking to audiences and just really having the best time ever and I I cannot believe that I got to like tick that off that even wasn't on my bucket list like you guys made that a part of my bucket list because you told me that I should do it and that it gave me the confidence to do it. So I just really reflect the, reflected the other day and was like, wow, I'm so, so thrilled to be entering my thirties at this like place in my life that I am. And, um, the next 10 years, who fucking knows what I'll do. I don't, everyone's like, so what's the deal? Do you just want to do live shows forever? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where this leads us, but I do know that I've been obsessed with seeing you guys in person and having that face-to-face connection. Cause I feel like we're friends. Literally I could just sit here and talk to this camera. I'm just speaking into a microphone and talking to literally no one. Like I'm physically looking at, okay, producer Courtney, you are not a no one. I love you so much, but she's, you know, just got headphones on, just like staring at the camera. Right. Like she doesn't talk back to me, but I just love being able to communicate with you guys, even though it's like low key, really one-sided, but being able to meet you in person, it opened this Pandora's box of like love that I just never realized I could feel from people that I've never met before technically. And it made me feel a little less crazy because I always say like, I feel like we're friends. I feel like we're friends. And whenever I met you guys like on tour at these meet and greets, like y'all would literally be like, it's so funny. I know we've never met before. And I'm like, no, it's so funny. I know we never met before, but I feel like I know you too. Like I just genuinely love that connection that I have with y'all. And it, it just really, someone did message me and say, what have you learned from these live shows? I've learned that I literally wouldn't survive without producer Courtney. So shouts out. I love you. And then I've also learned that, well, and I've also learned I have to really prioritize sleep and my energy, uh, dispensing because that you need for three back-to-back live shows. But I learned that, um, that people are good. Do you know what I mean? Like the majority of people, y'all are more than good. You're amazing. You're kind. You're rooting for me. You guys are literally paying your own dollars to come to a show to just watch me talk on stage by myself for an hour and a half. Like y'all are paying money to meet me and to just be able to give me like that hug or that just moment of being like, we love you and we're here for you and we've been watching you and we're rooting for you. And I... I could actually get emotional thinking about how 
thankful I am because I've actually felt it and it's done so much for me and like my insides like it's just like I literally feel like I just like went to therapy for three months by just like having you guys I'm like literally getting I'm getting teary-eyed over here because you guys have just shown me that people are good that the that the majority the 99.9 percent of you guys are so so good and I'm just so thankful for you guys and um, not to be like dramatic or needy, but please keep showing up. Like, please keep showing, going to these shows and meeting me and making me feel that way because it's like, you can't bottle it up. Like you can't bottle it and sell it or I would. And then I would just buy it all off my own shelf because I love that feeling so much. And I love you guys so much. So thank you for making me feel that way and reminding me that like Luke Bryan says, most people are good. Um, and what else? When I, oh, 30. Okay. I'm going to Florida. So this is going to be the best trip ever. The only thing is, and this would happen because Anna Grace's birthday fell. She didn't plan anything like she, we're, we're, me, Anna Grace and Taylor. One thing about us bitches is we are not going to plan until like low key the last minute. And, uh, me and Anna Grace both keep talking about our weddings. We're like, yeah, this is the only thing we've ever had to plan a year in advance. And we're like, what the fuck? Why do you have to plan so far in advance? But, um, basically <clears throat> my birthday or her birthday, her 30th birthday, I was in Ibiza and James had planned that a trip. We had bought the flights like literally eight months in advance. So I wasn't able to go to her 30th birthday celebration. We just celebrated when she came here. We did a big thing, um, whatever, whatever, whatever. But then my 30th birthday, she has had this trip planned to the Bahamas for literally like four months. And so she can go also my birthday, bless everyone's heart who has to celebrate my birthday for the rest of my life, because it is always, and I know I bitch about it all the time. And you guys are like, Kim, people are dying. And like, I know, but basically my birthday falls on, it's always the week of Thanksgiving. So I never get to celebrate my actual birthday with people. If I want to go on a trip, I always have to do it like the week before or the week after. I usually try to do the week before. Um, but because in the week after everyone's like, we just took off for Thanksgiving. We literally have to get back to work. Oh, what the fuck? But, um, anyways, this trip that I have planned is the week before my birthday. And Anna Grace has had a trip planned to the Bahamas for like three months. So she won't be able to come. So neither one of us came, but we just planned, actually we were on FaceTime before this. We just planned this really fun, funny, fun, interesting trip with the two of us. And we're like, it'll be our 30th celebration together. And it's just the two of us going and we'll have a blast. So, um, stay tuned for that. But regardless, me and a bunch of my friends are going to Florida. We're going to 30 a, um, there's a place called Alice beach. It's spelled like a L Y S Alice, like Alice beach. Um, it's like gorgeous, stunning, like all these like white buildings it looks like Greece kind of, I don't know what the weather's going to be like. I think it's going to be in the seventies. Um, my birthday is also perpetually cold being this close to Thanksgiving, but it's going to be fun regardless. I'm so excited. And and my actual 30th birthday falls the day before Thanksgiving this year, because obviously November 22nd is not always on Thanksgiving next year. It'll be on Thanksgiving when I turn 31, but it changes obviously every year. And you know, Thanksgiving is always the last Thursday of November, but my mom is so cute. So because it falls so close to Thanksgiving, she was like, do you want to like do a cake at the house? I was like, yeah, of course. Anytime it falls really close to Thanksgiving, it's always kind of really nice because all my family is there anyway. So we get to celebrate my birthday with all my family, which I don't always get to do. So I was like, yeah, of course. Sharon Kay and Vic, God's gift to this earth. They are planning me like a proper low country bowl. And if you don't know what that is, it's like very Southern. Um, it's very, I don't know. It's very low country. You like get a bunch of, if you go, if you know what it is, I don't have to explain it. Just Google low country bowl, but it's like a bunch of corn and potatoes and meat and crawfish and crab legs and like sausage. And you just like pour it out on a giant table with newspaper and everyone just picks at it. And we're just so excited. And I'm really excited for James to experience his first Thanksgiving because obviously British people don't do Thanksgiving. It's only an American thing. And, uh, he asked me the other day, is it bigger than Christmas? And I was like, no, but kind of yet. Yeah, no. And then I was like, I don't really have an answer. Like producer Courtney, you're looking like, like it kind of is it. I said, it's as big as Christmas. Like 
no one's just like not doing anything for Thanksgiving. Like his, um, not his, our friend, Allie Bone, who I love and adore, um, just moved to DC. And he was talking about Thanksgiving. He's like, oh yeah, we'll all experience my own first Thanksgiving. But he like didn't have plans and he was in DC, AKA in America. And I was like, oh, Allie, you can't not celebrate Thanksgiving with friends or family. And he was like, well, sure I can. It just, the day just is another day for me. And I was like, no, no, no. So he's going to come. He's flying to my parents' house. I call my parents like, can James' friend come to Thanksgiving with us too and stay with us? And of course, my parents were like, of course, the more the merrier. So we're going to have um, a big birthday low country bowl the day before, which I, I was like, mom, are you cool with cooking that much food the day before we cook that much food for Thanksgiving? She's like, yes, honey. Uh, my mom does not know how to cook for anything other than in bulk. So that's her one shtick. She cooks in bulk at all times. So it'll be great. I'm really excited. I feel like I'll have like a lot of funny stories um, about our two British boys enjoying Thanksgiving for the first time at the lake. Uh, and then my birthday will be fun. So I will have so many more updates for you guys with the 30th birthday in Florida, the trip Anna Grace and I are going to go on, um, all the things. And then I promise you, I will do a really fabulous, fun, exciting, sentimental and sweet engagement episode with James. So I love you guys so much. Um, I'm so glad to be back. I could literally talk for another hour, but producer Courtney did tell me, um, we have to stop at an hour. So I love y'all and I cannot wait to talk later as per usual. Knuck if you buck and see you soon.